Hello, my lovely listeners, and welcome to Thriving Through Menopause with me, Clarissa. And today I've got such a treat for you because we're going to be talking about a topic that I love, that I teach, that I'm very passionate about, and that is rest. But I'm joined by a super special guest, and that is Karen Brody. Welcome, Karen. Hi, great to see you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I mean, for my listeners, let me tell you that Karen Brody is, she's a mom, but she's also a yoga nidra teacher. She is an author. She has trained thousands of women in her Daring to Rest program and inspired, I suppose, hundreds of thousands of women to rest as well and works with rest and leadership. But I mean, you've just done so much in the field of rest. Where did that begin for you, Karen? I am a yoga nidra teacher. um, And so my background isn't really seeped in yoga. I come from more of a leadership um, approach and more of a women's leadership background. But um, my interest really came from this seed that was planted when my kids were really young and I was really tired (laughs) and I was on year three of anti-anxiety medication. I had had a a really lifelong relationship with panic attacks. I would say that uh, I wasn't fully aware that this was perhaps going to be the rest of my life, but I found yet again when my children were young it was so bad and I needed to function so much because they were in need of, you know, mommy and my husband traveled about five months of the year. So I went on anti-anxiety medication. And then when, uh, when they were, um, I think it was like four and two and a half, or maybe it was a little older. It was more like in their three, five and three, my sons were at a preschool, uh, and I was finally kind of getting uh, back to work, but back to myself. Uh, and I, I wasn't really into yoga that much, but I thought I should do yoga <laughs> and get a, my postpartum body back, or you know, my body back from postpartum. Mm-hmm. So I went to a yoga studio. But instead of doing the asana yoga, I saw 25 women lying down looking like they were having the best nap of their life. <laughs> and I was I was like, what is that? And they were looked so blissed out. They had eye pillows on and blankets. And I went, I don't want to do something hard or, you know, something that was more uh, just active. I wanted to do something deeply restful. And that looked like it. So I found this practice that's called Yoga Nidra, the sleep of the yogi, when my kids were in preschool and now one is 21 and the other is 23. So, you know, I raised my kids on rest. <laughs> I, I, I felt like I didn't know it at the time, but the more I practiced Yoga Nidra, the more I understood what rest is, what powering down the body is because I had never really truly done it before. (laughs) And so I began to think to myself, like, I want to share this with every, first of all, every mother on the planet, every person on the planet. Why don't people know about this? That there is a rest teacher out there and it's not me. 
it's not me, it's the practice of yoga nidra that can take you to a place that powers your body down so deeply, so profoundly that you literally have zero thoughts. And what's suffering? Suffering is when our mind is going, you know, and this powered me down to a place that I could not easily get by just taking a nap. And so I was hooked and I wanted to just share good medicine. And to me, rest medicine was the medicine we needed because I just saw everyone around me and my own life included just going and doing 24-7. And I realized my education from a very young age was to be doing and that I got praise for doing. And I just lived in this question of what if the being was equally as important to the doing? What if? Oh, that is so, and, and you know, there's, I can relate to that personally so strongly because I had anxiety and panic attacks as a girl. They got worse in menopause. I was raised on doing, on running on 24-7. And my friends would say to me, if you want something done, you know, just say to Clarissa to do it and she does it. (laughs) And I was the ultimate doer until... I was in perimenopause and I couldn't. And it was like this wall came down. And that's when I discovered Yoga Nidra and it moved my life mountains. And of course, we share a teacher in Richard, Dr. Richard Miller um, of Irist Yoga. And when I met him, I thought, wow, here is this amazing human who is so at peace. If I could gain just a small part of that, I would feel so privileged. Yeah. Well, he is one of my influences. Absolutely. I'm IRS trained. I'm also trained in the Amaret method. And then Daring to Rest has kind of expanded on that. I would be a little um, hesitant to say people who practice yoga nidra are just like super calm and, and rested all the time, or who people who teach it, you know, because we live a real life. And so like, we're real people. Uh, and so, you know, but, but uh, Richard and, and I think anyone who teaches and trains in, in, in this beautiful practice is certainly on the journey of rest. Of, of the, we're, we're certainly committed to a rested lifestyle. And that's really all it takes is that commitment. It's not really about perfection here. Nobody is perfectly rested. Richard Miller's not perfectly rested. I'm not perfectly rested. Mm-hmm. But there is something about being committed to rest that then starts to seep into your lifestyle where you make choices from this place. And in menopause, oh my goodness, is it important to rest because, because we've had enough. <laughs> like we've just like the the we've just had enough by the time we hit menopause and that and the story must change to the most authentic version of ourselves. And what is yoga nidra? It's a practice that points you back to your true nature, that points you back to uh, the most authentic you. And then you can rise up, rested, and speak from that place. Yes. And, 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 you know, I've been talking earlier this year with Dr. Claire Walsh, who's obviously a very well-known Ayurvedic teacher. And we were in a menopause conference, the menopause at work for a big corporation in the U.S. And the only word she reiterated, I don't know how many times, was rest, rest, rest. She said, this is the traditional Ayurvedic 
approach to this time of life because we have had enough and we need to switch into a different mode of being to be able to go through this time of life. Yes, and the challenge is going back to just once I discovered Yoga Nidra, um, you know, there's rest and there's rest. And I think that that the the you tell someone to rest and people don't know how to rest. We don't know how to quiet the mind. We don't know how to rest. We don't know how to power down our bodies. And so this is why the practice like Yoga Nidra is so useful because it helps us to begin to to power down and really to truly rest the body fully and completely. Yes. Uh, There's a huge amount of giving ourselves permission, isn't there, Karen? Can you maybe say a little bit more around that. Yeah, I mean, it is huge. It, it, there's so many factors to giving yourself permission, right? Because we, we've had the cultural influences. Like you said, you were brought up with doing being the, the place. So was I. I mean, this, is, this was something that, uh, that we've been trained in. This, the education is in hard, doing, go. That's not to say doing's bad. I mean, that's, it's, it's about giving, you know, the, the integration of both of the doing and the being that our soul wants to be and become. It wants the being, it wants the becoming, especially in menopause, it wants the becoming, you know? And so, so there is something about, um, the permission piece that once you give yourself permission, and there's a lot of cultural factors and family factors, lineage factors, you know, ancestral factors that get in the way. And just the the dynamics of the day-to-day, if you have a family that, and I'm talking about immediate in your home, who doesn't appreciate rest, you have to be a rest rebel, really. And you have to stand up for what what you need. You know, you have to literally say, this is important to me and I'm giving myself permission. Like I, when my kids were young, listen, there's always something to do as a young mother. I had to put a sign on the door, mommy's napping. And the boys would say to me as they got older, so can we just, you know, they would say something like, can, like, when can we like, what's an emergency? I would say, only interrupt me when I'm resting if, if there's an emergency. What's an emergency? I had to train them that there's not many things that are emergencies. If the house is on fire, you know, my sons would say, oh, well, you know, one son, because in the United States, we have this very famous basketball player, LeBron James. My son said, if he comes to the door, is that an emergency? Can I wake you? I said, no, if a famous basketball player comes to the front door, that's not an emergency. I am still resting. So we would, ha- we, you know, you have to train the people in your household because more and more, the more you train them, the more they know that you're taking rest seriously, you're giving yourself permission to rest, they will respect your rest boundaries. Yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of times when I meet women and they don't make space for care and rest, one of my questions is often around, how did you learn that? What was your mother like? You know, you know, what kind of rest behavior did she show? And often there's that lineage, as you said, around that their mothers have never sat down and rested. So we have learned that behavior as women, that that is normal and we don't have boundaries around doing. Yeah, yeah. 
But, but I think boundaries are both internal and external, aren't they? So some of them are boundaries with other people. But what about our own boundaries, internal boundaries around rest? Well, they've been influenced by everything we've just talked about, you know. I mean, I think that I think that it's frightening to rest because when you rest, um, there is some form of a detox, meaning you meet your feelings. <laughs> you meet your feelings. And, and what have we been trained? We've been trained to say, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm okay. You know, when, when we're not. And so when you rest, you actually meet your feelings. You meet all of the internal pieces of yourself, which are so beautiful because your feelings are beautiful, but it's hard to meet sadness. It's hard to meet grief in, in our beta brains, in our waking minds. But if you, in a practice like yoga nidra, when you actually go into deeper states of consciousness, so you're, you're not meeting it through your ego mind, you're meeting it through a more cosmic mind where you can be more disidentified with the, the, the grief, the, the fear. And I'm, that doesn't mean numb by disidentified. What I mean by that is just, you can see it, you can observe it, you can be in more witness consciousness, like, okay, Yes, that's there. And what's so beautiful, as you know about yoga nidra, is you pair it with opposites and you you recognize not to escape your grief or to escape your fear or to escape, you know, your anxiety, but to know that the wholeness of you is not just that. It's not just the sadness. And it's hard. I've had a lot of pain in my life. I've had physical pain. I've had emotional pain. And it's easy to get in the loop of like, this is it, you know, and, 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 and that's exhausting. And usually it is ancestral as well, but to know it intellectually is very different than an embodied experience with, with ancestral uh, history, history, our ancestors, we can all say intellectually, we know our mothers, this, that, and the other, you know, um, but, but it's, it's it's deeper when you bring it into the body. Yeah. Yes. Can you can you? I think that's quite hard for people maybe who've never practiced it to kind of understand that. How how do we experience that? Well, I think yoga nidra in and of itself is a practice that helps to dissolve some scars. So some scars are like the imprints, the grooves, the pre-programming in your life that you that you've inherited or you've learned. Um, and, and so just by practicing something like yoga nidra, you, you can begin to rewire your system and you feel, you can begin to feel more at peace. Um, and so things like ancestral, uh, fatigue that can, that can lessen. But in, in Daring to Rest, we do things with constellation work. We, we, we do other types of um, ways of, of more and more pointing you towards your true self. And also feeling in your body. We do a lot of embodiment practices that help you feel in your body, tuning into the energy of your mother and resourcing the ancestral line, finding healing movement that can help you to be free from that, that place. So we, we work a lot with those areas as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's very deep. That really is very deep work that, 
maybe is quite different from going to a yoga class and they're all yoga nidra class and you lie there and you may be taken through a guided meditation that which is quite restful and and extremely beneficial but it's still maybe you don't engage in the same level yeah, I mean, I would say because of the samskaras in in yoga nidra that you're able to, you're able to they soften as you practice as you rest. You are doing that work. What's incredible about yoga nidra is that you do it while lying down, <laughs> and and your parasympathetic branch of your nervous system is totally you know engaged and 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 balanced as you come out from you know your nervous system feels more at homeostasis and 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 actually you're doing the work by lying down you're lying down to wake up and so it happens in yoga nidra but we do a little more active work with that at daring to daring to rest is not just about yoga nidra it's a really a leadership uh, approach uh, to putting rest at the center of your life. And the more you put rest at the center, and when we talk about rest, initially it's 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 yoga nidra. It's something where you, you relax the body. But the, oh, yoga nidra is just bringing you into an embodiment of, of yourself. It's bringing you into your body instead of like the numbness that we go around life just being numb. It's bringing you into your body. Mm-hmm. And then we're exploring it during to rest more your, your sovereign self, like the sovereignty where, because yoga nidra brings you to the place of freedom. It is liberation. When you practice this practice, this beautiful practice, you'll feel more freedom. You'll feel more relaxed in your body, but then we do a little more, um, a little more, give a little more attention to releasing that emotional and mental exhaustion at daring to rest. And then we work a little more on what I call more daring to rest. We call it the rise phase, but it's, it's more about having yourself, um, stepping into your wise self, your wise embodied self. And that's like, I mean, menopause hello she's calling you (laughs) to go there but you can't get there if you're not rested because what happens is is this is a beautiful term by sierra bender that i learned years ago which is the itty bitty shitty committee it's always talking to you it's always and it's telling you you know you're not worthy i'm you're not safe you're not this you're not it's itty bitty shitty committee but the moment you rest that gets really quiet and you begin to hear your inner voice and your inner voice, she's wise. She knows, she remembers what, what she forgot. <laughs> and in menopause, yes. if you don't remember what you forgot, you will stay exhausted. You will stay freaked out. Like you talk about the, yeah. the anxiety, you will freak out because you're in this body and she's asking you to be in your wise woman self. And she's exhausted, so she can't find the wise woman because... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you're exhausted, there's like a thousand paths and you have no focus and you don't know where to look. And it's like, I don't know where she is. And suddenly with rest, you're like, oh, I'm going to open that door. Oh. You know, and you go through that door and you meet a aspect of your wise self. And then you realize you need to open another door too. So you open another door and maybe there's three doors that you're playing with in your menopausal years. Every woman has different portals, different doors, but they're all portals of awakening. And you awaken more and more and, and you can be, and yes, things will have to die, which means relationships might have to die. Um, it means, you know, every, your work might have to change. I've seen women who've literally come through daring to rest and their, their marriages have dissolved and their marriages have gotten better and become the most magical experience ever. I've had women who literally, uh, have, uh, gone and moved states and I've, uh, you know, and countries, and I've had women who found the home within themselves and they've, they've, they've resided in the same place they were before, but they were home. They found home. That's what yoga nidra does. And, you know, just, if you rest, you will find home, you will be brought back home. It's like that. It's like that. Um, I think it's, I think it, the Beatles sung a song, but it's based on a on a on a piece called um, I think it's called Slumber something Slumbers. It's called and and the and the song was Once There Was a Way to Get Back Home. Once there was a way yeah. to get back home. We're all just trying to go home. We're all yes. just trying to go home. <laughs> I love that, and I can you know when we think about this conversation in menopause about the second spring and the wise woman. But I think the connection sometimes, unless we do this kind of work, is incredibly hard to find, or it takes a very long time, or we kind of have this chaos longer than it needs to be, as you said, Karen. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, the chaos is what often will break us open. And so that's the initiation. And daring to rest, our leadership model is very much on the heroine's journey. And that initiation, there used has to be some form of mess that's 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 going to have us take the descent to rest, to to lie down. Usually we're not going to lie down unless we're hit over the head in some way, mentally, physically, no. emotionally. <laughs> and and no true. You know, so. You know, the mess is there, but, but if we don't listen, 
We're going to keep, we're going to wonder, why am I always exhausted? Why am I, why am I feeling out of power all the time? Why am I losing my, maybe you're going to bleep this, but shit. No, no, <laughs> okay. this. Why am I always yeah. losing my shit? You know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, in menopause, we are literally wired to lose our shit so that we will step into the truest version of who we are. And rest will help you find her. (laughs) Yeah, and find her maybe a little easier than so much of the pain that we see women coming and giving their advocacy, their power over to somebody else or to a pharmaceutical and believing that that can, in a sense, that saves me. This person then becomes my savior, my guru, which, you know, I I reject that language very strongly and say to people, no, it's inside you. You can find this power to have radical self-responsibility and power to go through your journey and not to devolve that to an outside body. But as you said, yoga nidra and rest related practices can really help take women there. Yeah. Yeah. It can help you have clarity, have focus. I mean, what's um, good and not so good (laughs) is that the healthcare system is uh, falling apart. (laughs) It's probably been falling apart for a long time, but we're really seeing that. And the good news of that is that it's pushing you more to be an advocate for yourself. Um, And if you're not, you're going to end up on seven different medications and not even know why, and not even know who you are. You won't be able to access the wise woman. Now, now let me, but let me say something about medication. I do believe consciously, you can consciously take a medication. It's not about yes or no to anything. It's not, I don't see it as yes or no. It's more about being asleep or awake. (laughs) And if you rest, if you, yoga nidra, I like to say, is helping you lie down to wake up. And the more you are awake, the more you will show up to your doctor, have done your homework now because healthcare is showing us it has, it is broken down. You know, we often know more Mm -hmm. than our doctors. I tell my yes. doctors what 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 uh, what to order, what yep. what tests to order, yep. whatever it is, yes. because you cannot give your sovereignty, give your power over to anybody else. Yeah. And guess what? The doctors are just learning too. So 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 who has more knowledge? You, because it's your body. But if yes. you've been if you've been separated from your body for many many years, you probably don't feel like you know your body. And to be fair, we're so busy in our lives. There's like, how do I get a PhD in this, let's say, autoimmune disease that I've now been diagnosed with? I mean, you literally, so, so, so you rest. And anytime you're in the car or you're taking a walk, you get your PhD, you listen to people who are wise on these subjects, and then you come into your doctor yes. with, with, with your, yes. what you know. And sometimes it means taking a medication, but you're awake to it. You're awake. And maybe it's taking it for a little while, just as a bridge, you know? So I guess there's the rest I really feel 
can help us on all of, it's it's the foundation. If you want to build a house, you must have a solid foundation. Look on any of those pyramid trees just in terms of health. Like sleep is right there. Like you can't oh, yeah. feel your high purpose if you don't have the house, the foundation. <laughs> no. And I think that's that is that's exactly what I you, you know, we're aligned on that. You know, if you don't have rest good nutrition, you don't move your body in a way that's good for your body, you don't have any of those building bricks, the house you build, which is all up in your head and the clouds, crushes pretty quickly. Yes, but what I will say is most women want to start with something intellectual. Uh, They want to start with even movement, uh, so they're moving, active. They want to start with, um, okay, the diet, which I think are are important, they're critical pieces. But if you start yeah. with rest, rest will tell you what is your what yeah. levels of the foundation you need to to be working on. So yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, I feel like rest to me is needs to be at the center. And then, like people always ask me, well, what kind of an eater are you? Are you a vegetarian? Are you are you meat eater? Or this, I don't define myself. I I literally like when you're resting, you hear what you need to eat you know what you need to eat. It's not, and no one's going to be perfect. There's going to be days you throw something junky into your mouth, but you know, but you know, when you are aligned and not aligned, you can feel it in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is, that is the key message there, Karen. We feel it. We really deeply feel it. And it's, we can't intellectualize it. Not at all. Yeah, the intellectual is what we've been trained in, and where has that gotten us? Most people are uh, don't sleep, are on insomnia med- medication, and they're depressed. So it's not gotten us that far. So, I, and I'm not I'm not putting down actually the intellectual piece. We need knowledge and we need wisdom. Yes, and yes. the rest will give you the wisdom so that you can also then you know also get your knowledge too. The both are important. But we've put knowledge here and wisdom, like, I don't know how low my hand can go, but, you know, <laughs> and so it's like the, 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 the knowledge is the holy grail when we have to really start rethinking that because, or refeeling that, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it, rest, rest helps us have a new relationship with, with knowledge, one that I think is healthier, where we bring in wisdom too. Your wisdom, yes. your wise self, and yes. the knowledge. Because and there are doctors that, that have lots of knowledge, too. And other people, too. I mean, knowledge is, is for functioning in the world today. We need that. Yeah. But, we need, but we need wisdom, too. And I think wisdom isn't even at the bottom. It's just kind of tucked behind, <laughs> forgotten. And, and we're lost. We're disconnected from it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. But daring to rest, I mean, we've talked about that throughout this conversation. How can women learn more about daring to rest, your programs, your books, and more? I would say go to daringtorest.com, uh, and that is where you'll see um, an, an option to to join our Yes to Rest Fridays. Every Friday, I do 15 minutes of rest live with women, so anyone can join those. We also put those on our YouTube channel, uh, and so those that's totally free. 
There's other ways to engage. We have a working soft circle of women where we combine deep breast and gene keys, which is all, all both pointing you towards your true nature. We have a daring to rest facilitator training program for women who want to teach this to others, you know, especially the yoga nidra, because it really is. I, a lot of women want to skip the rest and just go to, you know, all the other empowerment pieces. But at Daring to Rest, we really put rest at the center. If you're not resting, then it's so easy to lose sight of your, yeah, of uh, your true self, of your authentic self, which is what you really need in menopause. It's going to take you a long way (laughs) to to, to ease, to to more ease in menopause. Yes. And preparing for this amazing next chapter in our lives where we are meant to be truly the wiser elder woman. And so it really sets that foundation for us to lead lead like we once did in days gone past. We lead from wisdom. Yeah, yeah. And when you do that, Mm -hmm. you will feel more rested in your whole body. And you Mm -hmm. may have to piss some people off. You know, and that's what the crone does. She pisses some people yeah. off. And, you know, uh, Dr. Cl- Clarissa Pinkola says in her book, um, uh, Women Who Run With the Wolves, uh, she talks about if you haven't been called an incorrigible, incorrigible defiant woman, wait, there's still time. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I think we're all getting there. We do it quite a that's, lot these days. That's the, that's the menopause woman. She has to remember that. Like if you're being, if you're an agreeable all, to everything all the time in menopause, you better find your disagreeable, you yeah. know, that disagreeable woman. And yeah, it may piss some people off, but you're going to feel a lot more rested ultimately. You certainly are. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Karen. And just in such a small snapshot of Yoga Nidra, of Daring to Rest, of Finding Wisdom, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Loved being here. Thank you.